The Ringer's Charles Holmes and co-host Grace Spellman present the most notorious new podcast in the industry, The Ringer Music Show. Every Tuesday, they'll bring you the latest news, the hottest takes, and the deepest reporting about the wild world of music and the chaotic industry that creates it. Check out The Ringer Music Show exclusively on Spotify. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. All right, it's official. I think I've discovered the ultimate coupling of all time. Like any good relationship, they really balance each other out. One is super sweet, and the other, well, they can be a little nutty sometimes. It is, of course, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. So perfect, some would call it true love. Find Reese's now at a store near you. This episode is brought to you by Priceline. When it comes to travel, we all have that happy place, whether it's the beach, ski slopes, couples getaway, or even a visit to that best friend you haven't seen in way too long. And Priceline wants to get you there for a happy price so you never have to miss a trip. For me, my happy place is in the Mediterranean. I think I've mentioned that. Maybe it's why I like Love Island so much because they're right by the Mediterranean. But I just love the feeling of being in the sea and it's just a great sea. And now, thanks to Priceline's VIP family feature, you can go to your happy place more often while earning deals up to five times faster with a group. When one person from the squad travels, everyone gets more deals. And you even get to choose your crew. It doesn't have to be your actual family. It could be your neighbor, your roommate, your mailman, anyone. The more you travel, the more you save. And for me, I'd love to go on a trip to the Mediterranean with friends. In fact, I might be doing that in the near future. I have done it before, And it was really some of the most fun I've ever had. I went to Sicily. We had some great swimming there, me and my friends. Anyway, if you want to have a similar experience, download the Priceline app today to save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your happy price with Priceline. Welcome to Bachelor Party. I'm Juliette Littman. I'm back here with Callie Curry. Hi, Callie. Hello. We still got a lot more to talk about. I feel like we covered a lot on Tuesday, and yeah, there's still so much more paradise from this week. A three-hour episode is like so long. I, it's a I'm marathon. very confused. It was. It really was, and it was like so many episodes squeezed into one. In my mind, McKenna and Anna kind of became one person. I was like, oh right, they're separate. And then yeah, I saw Anna do a TikTok. Um, about how she was supposed to come in in the second week or something and then ended up being like the second to last person. And when I saw it, I was like, wait, is this McKenna? And <laughs> I then know. I was like, oh, no, this is the girl girl that who'd she go out with? Um, She went out. Anna went out with James. James, Mc- James. McKenna yeah. went out with Ed. Ed. Yeah. But I was just like, who is this? Like, I got so confused. Also, they look not alike, but too much alike to know the difference. I would say they're both like generic looking and also just kind of have the same sort of like face shape. And so yeah. they're just sort of like generic bachelor people. And not, and uh, one's from Chicago and one's from one's Canadian. I, I guess like, I don't know. I don't really care about either, but I don't even know which one's which don't know which one's Canadian. Don't know. Um, which. McKenna threw in an A when she was talking to Ed. So I was like, oh, that's the Canadian one. But I, I knew um, that anyway. I knew it anyway. I, did you watch Degrassi ever when you were younger? Mm-mm. I was really no. into it. I was I was into Aubrey Graham before he was Drake. And when was that like popular? Um, like when you were in high school. Hmm. Like okay. well, you're too old for it, but I watched it anyway. I had a really boring job and college, and I like caught up on all of it on YouTube. Whatever. Anyway, 
Okay. I was going to say, I don't remember like ever seeing it. I remember when Drake became a thing and people were like, the guy from Degrassi. I was like, what the fuck is that? Yeah. I was really, I was really into it. He checked all the boxes for me back then. Jewish, playing a basketball player, goofy, tall. Wait, wasn't he in a wheelchair? Yes. But that was, that happened like in the middle of the show. Oh, I was like, how did you know he was tall? He was in a school shooting. Also, he's not that is tall. He tall. No, he's not. He's just like seemed tall at the time. <laughs> in the show, he's in a school shooting. Anyway, let's move on. We're going to talk about Paradise, obviously. But first, new Bachelor host in town for this mm-hmm. next season of The Bachelor, which just started filming. They're they're back at the mansion, I believe. Oh, really? And, yeah, they're filming, I believe, oh, in LA. Oh, that'll be nice. I know. Like the world, the world is kind of coming back. And the host is Jesse Palmer, who was The Bachelor. I did not watch his season. I don't know if I was watching The Bachelor then. It was a long time ago. It really was. Um, I think it was like in the one of the first 10 seasons. So you probably weren't watching. No, when it was announced, I was like, who is this guy? And then I looked him up and I was like, "Okay, he looks like, you know, he looks. (laughs) (laughs) Just carry on. Uh, I looked him up and I was like, (laughs) (laughs) I looked him up and I was like, oh, he looks good. Um, No idea who he is. I did see that he went to the University of Florida and played football there. So I feel like I should know who he is, especially since he was a bachelor. But I don't. So he was the the fifth bachelor season five. He famously said the wrong name when giving out a rose. Like semi famously. Yeah, (laughs) it was funny. And then um, he has been, I believe, on GMA. He's like in like the ABC family. And then he also hosted the surfing show over the summer that was on. I saw that in his bio. Yeah. Yeah. Which actually I feel like a lot of people randomly said they liked that show. Yeah, I heard it was good. I didn't watch it, but my colleagues, Andrew and Amelia, both really liked it. And I... I'm, you know, Tasha and Caitlin, thank you for your service. I'm looking forward to having like a real host back. And the fact that he was the bachelor, I think is fantastic because he's coming to this with like a, a point, a point of entry that's like relevant to everyone watching. And he has like connectivity to the show. And, you know, do the, is picking another white guy so thrilling? No, that's no, de- definitely that's, not. That's like, I didn't, the guy did like whoever they picked. It didn't need to be a guy, first of all, but like yeah. the person they picked didn't need to be black. But I was like, they could have mixed it up somehow. Yeah. They, a lot of definitely. people were like, what about Mario Lopez? I don't know if Mario Lopez would have done it for me specifically, but like, just like, just something. Yeah. I mean, all I see is AC Slater when I see Mario Lopez, like though I know he's done a lot of <laughs> other stuff. So that would have been weird. I just think it's like a little bit of a disappointment that there's, you know, it's another white guy. But that said, I also do think he will be good. Like I'm, I feel excited about it. I'm excited just to have a host again. I don't know. I feel like it's been a a weird couple of seasons of the bachelor. Yeah. And I feel like this will be a good, a good reset and hopefully it'll just get back to being a stupid frivolous show. When my friend had suggested Mario Lopez, the first thing I thought about was like, yeah, he's probably semi cheap. The only reason why I thought he was semi cheap (laughs) though, is because of Lula rich when they hired him and they were like, yeah, he was cheap. And I was, didn't expect that. I would think he would be kind of expensive. I wonder Um, what what their scale is though. Like also then again, like, can we trust anything anyone on Lula Rich said? Like probably not. So who knows? But that that was my first thought. I I was also glad they announced it because I was worried that it would like be like a spoiler thing, but they, they, they couldn't keep it a secret once they started filming. So, I mean, they couldn't keep the bachelor a secret. No, even before they started filming that. Yeah. Clayton. Um, I feel like there's gonna be a lot of random Clayton intel. I think he went to the University of Missouri or he's from Missouri. So um, 
I believe he went to the University of Missouri, Missouri. so there'll be like a lot of info on him. Big 12, middle of the country, Mizzou, good journalism school, though I don't believe he played there, or I don't believe he uh, went to journalism school. Anyway, people have a lot of thoughts on Clayton. I guess we'll find out. The only thing that's just a real bummer is that um, while we watch Michelle's season, we all know that he doesn't win. Yeah, I- I, I think that's a little weird because what if he goes far? That kind of ruins it, right? He must go far because like we get to know him well. I will say I was discussing this with our friend Rachel Lindsay and she's like, well, they announced me before it was over. And that's true. So um, I have the only things I've heard about Clayton, though, are positive. Like everyone says he comes across really great in the show. Oh, OK, cool. That's good to hear. I know. Apparently it's like I had heard something similar that, that they um that, that people just like really liked him and wanted more. So but also he's going to get a great edit. So, right. I really wonder who Michelle's into. Like, I wonder if these guys, like who's her type. I don't know. Is Matt her type? I don't know. I'm not sure. It seemed like know. they had, it seemed like they could have been really good friends. I didn't see like the, the, the romantic spark. chemistry. I didn't yeah. see the spark either, but also she came in like a couple weeks in. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So didn't get as much time. By the way, hope they never do that little spin again i didn't like that um i don't think they will i think if they're back to traveling and like able to do more typical bachelor stuff they won't need to bring in people halfway through yeah that's like one of the reasons why they did it um all right can we talk about paradise and then we'll talk about the guys yeah we didn't talk about ed and mckenna enough last week last time and i went back and i watched some of the ed and mckenna stuff it was really weird ed and and McKenna is like, they were just saying the weirdest things to each other that didn't make any sense. I wrote some of it down, but like when he was trying to convince her to go on the date with him on the beach, he was like, I love your energy. You're so positive. And meanwhile, she's just she's crying. crying. Yeah. And I'm just like, what are you talking about? Yeah. Uh, did you- I do think that Ed was just, well, two things. One, my first thought was like, Jesus, Natasha, like this girl didn't even pick him. I know. And he's going out of his way to try to get her to go on a date with him. So, like, that's not great for you. Um, I know. And she, like, you've had the roughest road. Roughest so, road. So bad. And like, um, going on. That's the next week I want to, when Paradise ends, I want to do a stock up, stock down and talk about we started the season that way. Like, who gained and who lost the most from going on Paradise? Because I feel like most people, net negative, just not good. The only people I can think of at the top of my head that went in the right direction are Becca and Thomas. Maybe yeah. Riley? Becca, Thomas, Riley, definitely Marissa. We didn't Marissa, know her at all. No one didn't even know who she was. Like Deandra. Yeah. I think Tia for me personally. I didn't really care about Tia. Now I find her fun. Although, what's this make out with Aaron? Like, what the fuck? Uh, so, <laughs> in general, what do you, what is the etiquette here? Because I think that we all agree that Becca handled it well when she went on the date with Thomas by like get telling Tammy. Right. Yeah. But mm-hmm. so like, should, like, should Ed have talked to Natasha first? Should Aaron and Tia checked in with Chelsea? Like, what do you think is appropriate in all these situations? It's very hard. I don't know. Well, I would say before the season, I would say like, this is totally fine. Mm-hmm. Now through this season, I'm like, based on y'all's standards that you have set, if you go on a single date with someone, you're engaged. And so you have like Tia probably should have said something to Chelsea. Um, but normally I don't think there's like they they went on a date. They uh Chelsea made out with Ivan two seconds ago. Like, do I think Tia thinks she's like madly in love with Aaron? Probably not. So like no. I don't Tia think was that- just glad to get some attention, you know? Well, she first was of all, just- about half the episode was like, woe is me. So like, I yeah, I think she was just happy. 
She clearly wanted to go to prom with some somebody. She really cared about that for some reason, uh, the fake prom. Um, so, like, I'm not mad at Tia at all. Now, the girls and the show, I'm sure they're all going to be pissed off next week. Oh, yeah, definitely. At least at Aaron, because that's just, like, how it's gone all season. But Chelsea just seems like a little... A little too good for this. But once again, I feel like no one was defending Natasha. And in fact, Natasha called out Serena. Serena was like applauding that McKenna and Ed were going on the date. And she was like, yeah, that's so great. And you can hear Natasha being like, is it? Is it Serena? And I feel feel really bad for Natasha, not only because of this, you know, it's happened with Ed and Brendan, but like, it is true. It feels like no one's on her side or at least some some of the girls are not in a way that she needs. No, I don't think anyone is. It doesn't seem like anyone, like she hasn't had anyone really have her back all season. The only thing that I can see is that if that keeps happening, it's like, does she have good friendships on the show? Because it seems like this whole season, like we've really seen who are friends and the friends tend to like overly stand up for their friends. Like even James being like, you know, I'll have your back either way, but James, James and Aaron, ultimate BFF. Yeah, like, it, it, or, or even, like, when Ivan and Aaron got into it, like, all of Ivan's friends were, like, it seems like if you have friends, you have support. Does Natasha have real friends on the season? The only person that seemed to, like, semi be that way was Becca, maybe? Yeah, I think her and Becca are legit friends. Yeah, but, but also, I feel like everyone's, like, like, do, do you and Ed actually like each other? No. But, yeah. Even like Natasha, she even, I don't even think Natasha likes Ed. She doesn't. She was. She basically said she gave him the rose because it seemed like he liked her, which I totally get. I would also give a rose to someone who seemed like they they liked me if I was like feeling bad after this Brendan situation, right? Like you just want affirmation and approval and and love and maybe making out or who knows what else. And no judgment here. And I just I don't know. I I feel really bad for her. I wish Natasha had not gone to paradise. I just feel like this is a this is a disaster. If I were her, this would set me back emotionally like very far. I would just be so upset. But that's the I mean, yes, if you were her. I don't think it is setting her back. I hope not. Are you saying what? she's stronger than me? It would set me back, but no, not her. No, I just feel like she <laughs> it doesn't seem like she actually cares that much. But she I don't know if that's she was part crying. Of- what are you talking about? You don't believe it? You don't buy it? No. Okay. I think she's fine. But I think that that's part of the, like, what we were talking about with the whole Brendan thing, like, how everyone, it, like, Jasenia seemed distraught and Natasha seemed okay. I think it's part of her coming across stronger than, like, or feels like she, she maybe she feels like she has to come across stronger. Yeah, like, she wants to hold it together for television. Yeah. Doesn't want to be, like, a mess. Which- but I don't think... Her her being upset, I don't think it's about Ed. I think it's just like this whole situation thing has just sucked. Like yeah. nothing good has come from this for me. Yeah. Although she doesn't she hasn't gotten home yet and seen how many more followers she has and like all that. Right. Right. She's she's still in the past. Here in the future, we know that she gets a lot more followers and it ends up being good for her. Yeah, she doesn't know that yet, but she will soon find out that this was actually a good thing for her. Yeah, she she doesn't know what's awaiting her. At least there's some there's some good aspects of it from whatever comes next or whatever's next for her. Best of luck, Natasha. Let's talk about the prom a little bit. First of all, <sighs> I was in a sorority in college for a short time. I hated it. I quit. And um, many people are surprised by that fact. They're like, you were? Um, yes, I was. I would not have guessed. I hated it. Um, and one of the things I hated about it was instead of having like a winter formal every year, there was tacky 80s prom. And everyone had to dress up like tacky 80s. And I refused to do costumes. Like, I don't participate in Halloween. 
I don't I don't do costumes like ever. And I hated the tacky 80s prom. <laughs> and so this was giving me tacky 80s flashbacks. And I lots of anxiety. I just like I like to wear clothes that I'm comfortable in. I don't want to like look stupid. Like, I don't know. I guess a lot of them looked good. I actually thought Abigail looked awesome. But and I thought Chelsea's headband looked really good, too. But I don't know. I just was like, I would I would hate this. I thought, I thought Abigail looked good. I'm trying to remember what other people look like, but I do remember Abigail looking good when Noah broke up with her. Like, would I want to be in the movie The Wedding Singer and having to drip, wear all the crazy things they wear? No. I am a big fan of costumes, so I loved it. Do you? What oh, you I be- actually thought Thomas looked really good, per usual. Of course you did. What are you going to be for <laughs> Halloween? Um, well, my daughter wants to be Jessie from Toy Story, and she mm. said that Seth is going to be Buzz Lightyear, and she said that I was going to be Woody. So. Oh, my goodness. Okay. <laughs> you get to be the star of the movie. Yeah. I'm, That's great. Yeah. <laughs> I okay. was like, all right. Has she seen Toy Story? Go- yeah, she's obsessed. Interesting. Not into not into Frozen. Oh yeah, that was like last year. Oh wow, okay, she's mo- moving right along. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll be hibernating on Halloween. I don't participate. Sorry. She's we we. It's my daughter's favorite ho- holiday. She got a Halloween blanket already for this Halloween. She's oh got her God. costumes already. I do think it seems very, fun very as a parent. Halloween. I think it seems fun as a parent because like dressing your kid up seems fun, trick or treating, etc. But like. For myself, nah. I think it's fun to dress. Like, I love the costumes. They're so cute. Um, That's about it. I don't actually want to go trick-or-treating. I don't want people actually ringing my doorbell. Yeah, that part doesn't seem great. I don't know. I just, I hate costumes. And I really always hated tacky 80s. This really brought me back to it. How do you trick-or-treat in New York? I'm just thinking about you growing up. Like, how does that work? You find a friend who lives in a really big building. So there's a lot of apartments. And you just go door to door. That seems not fun. Um, although actually my neighborhood now, there's a lot of brownstones and it, people seem to get really into it. No, it is. It is. Brownstone it is seems more normal, but like yeah. going door to door in a, in a complex doesn't seem like it's not a complex. It's like a big building. Have you watched only murders in the building? It's like that. <laughs> no. Also, the name of that doesn't sound like a fun trick or treating story. <laughs> no, but it's like an old <laughs> school apartment building. I don't know. It's good. I, I, I like I did like it as a child. I was but then like by the time I was 10, I was like, I'm done here. Have you ever gone in a neighborhood? Um, I used to go to like the Santa Monica, like crazy blowout in like North of Montana that, that when was you were wild. how old? No, like as an adult, like hand out candy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I trick or treated in, we lived in North of Montana when I was like four. Yeah. And they do go crazy there. Do you remember yeah. it? Yeah. I mean, Halloween in LA is like. Insane. Oh my God. It's awful. It's like just, oh my God. For someone like me, it's an absolute <laughs> nightmare. People take it so fucking seriously. It's I crazy. Know. I think it's because there's like so many like makeup artists and actors, and actors there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm, I'm, I'm rolling my eyes. Um, anyway, it's a long conversation about Halloween. Far, far, far off topic. Also, prom. Everyone, I didn't go to prom either. I was just like, I didn't go. Did you go to yours? I went to my junior prom, not my senior prom. Why not? I went to my junior prom, but it was a semi formal. And I didn't go to my senior Ours prom. is so formal. It's like a huge thing. But my brother was in the final four for basketball. So I missed it. And they oh. lost. Oh, interesting. So he so screwed you over. Wasn't even worth it. No. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Would you be willing to go on the Bachelor in Paradise prom as a replacement experience? No. I think it would be fun. But I'm like, it's not prom. So like the way that they were acting, like it was actual senior prom when you're like 18 and it's the biggest event in the world was a little crazy. It was insane. Like at like the way they were like asking them, like they were on Laguna Beach and being like, Serena, 
prom. And like the course sausages. Yeah, it was a lot. It really um, was. But also, I, it looked like they actually had a lot of fun. Like it seemed I mean, like I'm sure it was for, for production. I feel like they usually like like the VIP party. It seemed like they put like the lowest level of effort into that party. This party seemed like they actually like tried to do it like big. Yeah, it actually did seem fun. Also, like a change of a change of location, a, an actual party, a band, I presume like, you know, spiked spiked punch. That seemed fun. Yeah, yeah I was. <laughs> yeah, I, there's two things. One, I was thinking. This actually looks fun for them, but then again, it's probably so easy. Like if they do one little thing, these people are going to be fucking thrilled because they've been yeah. sitting on a beach without music for two months. <laughs> yes, yeah, seriously. <laughs> so that was one thing. Second thing is I the spiked punch thing. Like when Wells was like, you know, walked up and did his little thing. I was like, oh, that's funny because that happens. And I was like, hmm, kind of weird because like he essentially is like roofing his guests or his the cast. The whole cast, which I know it's a joke, but it's just like weird to be on ABC, which I think it's fine. But in this day and age, I'm shocked that they were like cool with putting it on. It's like a risque joke. I'm going to be honest. Yeah. I liked it. I'm just oh, like no, that. no, no. Me too. I have no problem with it. I feel like now, though, people are so sensitive about yeah. everything, which uh, I don't know how I like how this is coming off, but um, <laughs> it's OK. But I, mean, I was I was I was just shocked that they put it on there. Like I did have that yes. thought in my head like, oh, that's that's. Especially the show Surprising. has a, his, a history at this. They did have like a... a specifically Bachelors in Paradise house. Yes, with Corinne yeah. and, and DeMario. So yes, it was kind of surprising, but I don't know how Callie, nature is healing. So that's, <laughs> that's, that's what I've been told. Also, I feel like this show just feels like Wells can do absolutely no wrong. So he can do whatever he wants and they're like, great, it's Wells. Wells and Joe... Grocery store? Yeah, I've never hated grocery store Joe more. When he kept like giving the sound bites of like, well, it's the end of summer. So it's really important that we figure out what's going on. And then he has the conversation with Serena where they're like talking about their plan afterwards and they're saying they live in different countries. So they're going to have to figure it out. I just want to note Chicago and Toronto pretty close together. Really close. That's like much an easier relationship than. Yeah, it's almost it's essentially like a little bit further than like New York and Toronto. It's not. It's a it's very not quick far. flight. No. Like maybe he can move to Ann Arbor. Then it'd be even closer. Like he could thrive in that kind of city. I don't know. I could but, see him there. Yeah, seriously. Um, but then he, he then they were they were like, we'll just have to figure it out. And then he says, But we so we have a plan. We're good to go. Like everything he was saying this week made no sense and was like in service of storylines. But also their plan was like, we'll make it work. I know there is no plan, but he was, <laughs> I was like, like, We uh, have a plan. Okay. Trying to be like holier than thou. I found it so irritating. I can't stand them. I like maybe I don't like love. Maybe the problem is me, not them. But I found them so annoying this week. Yeah, they don't annoy me at all. You're just happy for them. I guess I just don't really care. Okay. Like they haven't provided much. No, they've just provided like some kind of stability, I suppose. But yeah, they just took it so seriously. And they won prom king and queen just like. What's wrong with all of you people? Yeah, but they who who else would have won? Riley and Marissa? They're a great couple. Yeah, I guess Riley and Marissa could have won. I don't know. You'd, you'd think the to- toe sucking would put them over the top. <laughs> Maybe that's what everyone's like. We can't reward that behavior. They can't be king and queen. <laughs> Actually, they did reward. They got best toe sucker, the yeah. toe kisser, whatever. <laughs> and then um, most likely to have happily ever after went to Noah and Abigail. 
And not then, good timing. And then they broke up, which was like pretty inexplicable. Like I, uh, I think I, I, I think if Noah had been like, I really like you, but I don't feel like you're reciprocating. So I, I think this is the end. But do you think that's what it was? Well, why did he, as she pointed out, why did he have to keep repeating? You're not my person. Like, I don't know. <laughs> she was like, okay, I got it. I love that. I like Abigail a lot. She's fun. Um, and also she's normal. She's like not trying to like jump into an engagement after three weeks. She's like taking her time. Yeah. But then also like prior to that, she was going to tell him she loved him. I know. So I'm like, oh, like, I, I don't know. I wonder if she would have said that if he still would have broken up with her. I don't know. Uh, also on TikTok this week, people were trying to say that Abigail may have hooked up with Dale. What? Prior, prior to Paradise. Really? Oh, we forgot to note Claire and Dale broken up forever. Anyway, there was a non tip that said one of the people on Bachelors in Paradise who's in a couple that's now breaking up. So it's OK to talk about hooks up with a recent Bachelorette winner. Really? And people yeah. think it's Abigail? People were saying it was Abigail and Dale, but it's not confirmed at all. But that's what that's what the internets were saying. That's a hot couple. Two Actually, people. Yeah, I think he's very handsome. His personality is really unappealing to me, but he's a really handsome guy. Yeah, he's objectively good looking. Yeah, he's just his personality. Is just too, it's a negative. He's too he's um, too Russell Wilsony for me. Yeah, I wonder. Well, I don't know his age. <laughs> I think he's uh, thirty two or thirty three. Oh wow. He's our age, your age. Really? Yeah. I thought he was like 26, maybe. No, that's what, like, um, the reason that your fave Greg wasn't on Claire season is because he was too young. They aged up for, for Claire. Oh, yep. Because as we all know, Claire's 40. Poor Claire. She, she, um, I don't, she was on a podcast this week and said that she was abused by a Catholic priest when she was a young girl. So, oh my gosh. Just horrible. Poor Claire. She, my, my best goes out to her, honestly. I just like want her to find happiness. Yeah. Wow. That was dark. I'm sorry. Wasn't expecting that at all. I know. It's just really sad. I hope she's okay. And she's, you know, in the proper therapy and and working through all of it. It's terrible. I mean, yeah. Anything that happens to you when you're like that young, it's changing the course of your life. Yeah. And also, um, you know, she's like everything that's happened to her over the last year is like so public. So to break up with Dale like three times and then have this rumor come out. I mean, just really not great. Mm -mm. Anyway. Back to the prom. Um, <laughs> I why do you think Noah broke up with her if it was if it was like I don't know it just didn't make any sense to me. No, the whole thing didn't make sense. I couldn't figure it out. I was like, does he not like her? Does he like her? If she would have said I love you, would he would have stayed with her? Does he like? It's not normal to tell someone you love them and break up with them the next day. No, not at all. Unless he gets freaked out. I don't know. It what could it, be that. Are they still friends? Questions? I don't know. I I think there's speculation they're back together. Oh, okay. Which I would like. I like Noah a lot more than I was expecting to. I actually really like Noah. I do too. And he's also a good narrator. He That's why we get a lot of him because he like gives the camera what they need. He's funny. Yeah. I like him too. And he clearly knew everything about the Ivan and Alexa situation. Oh, but, I loved it. But his, was just His facial expressions were really like, I don't know. Yeah. He was just like <laughs> from monotone. Ivan made a TikTok about him essentially knowing all of it. Of course. It's like, first of all, his best friend they're always really tight and they're roommates. Like, of course he knew. Yeah. And Ivan's itching to tell his side of the story. I, I really would like him to come on this podcast to do so, but Ooh, I would love it. I know. I texted him. I think he's considering it. Left you uh, on red. No, he responded. He's still weighing his options. 
Ivan, he's very, very courteous. He responds. He also sends like the tap backs. Lo- lovely guy, or so I thought. What are tap backs? Like when you do the heart or the thumbs up or the ha ha. Uh, oh, like solely reminds me of Soul Cycle. Oh, a tap back? Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> I, I kind of I miss Soul Cycle. Um, I did it outside recently, actually. It was fun. Um, since we last spoke, Ivan's been refuting the story that we got on television, which is like really obvious. It's very clear that he had a script that like Wells basically made him deliver. And there's like a lot of stuff because we talked about it. Like the phone thing just like doesn't add doesn't up. make sense at all. Yeah. yeah. So. But also, why would you agree to that? Maybe because like he was worried about being sued. He probably broke a rule that's like explicit in the contract. And he was like worried about them suing him or something. That's the only thing I can think of. Because otherwise it doesn't make sense. So I'm like, the script didn't make you look good, bud. He's still under contract. And also he blatantly lied. Like we all know that he just blatantly lied about how everything happened with Chelsea. So yeah. net negative for Ivan. That's for sure. For sure. Gosh, a lot, a lot of negatives. I know. Oh, by the way, add Noah to the positive. Yeah. Even with this breakup, I like him so much more than I thought. Me too. And he did seem upset. Also, I actually liked his 80s outfit. I thought he rocked the white pants very well. <laughs> so shout out to him. I feel um, like for the guys, though, the 80s outfit was kind of like, yeah, you're going to look good. James wore that half black, half white suit. Mm-hmm. And I, I was like, is that 80s or is that just wacky? I think it's all the same. People would do wacky things in the 80s. I was only alive for three months in the 80s, but seems on brand. <laughs> I was alive for about four four years and I don't remember. Um, I think it was a good four years though. <laughs> uh one thing I skipped over that I wanted to talk about. So Kenny and Mari had the date where they like are like rubbing the the red stick against each other and like saging each other basically. Oh yep. The date was fine, whatever, whatever. The the main thing we needed to discuss was Thomas's extreme enthusiasm for it. He was like, this is the most meaningful experience anyone's having here. And he was like jealous or something. I don't know what it was, but it was so funny. He was so, so into it. Um the whole thing was kind of weird too. Like the Yeah, that people were watching them. Beyond that, like everyone was just chilling and then this is it she called her a bruja, right? Yeah. Like the bruja comes up and is just like, oh, I just want Kenny and Mari. And everyone was like, just Kenny and Mari. And she's like, just Kenny and Mari. And everyone was like, just Kenny and Mari. I was like, did someone order this? Like, where did this come from? <laughs> I I don't know. I guess they just got the feeling they were going to break up and didn't want them to. I don't like, know. Like production Let's... was just like, you guys can't break up. We need another engagement. Yeah, I don't know. But it seemed to work, apparently. Yeah, they were like back on track. Now they're going strong. I have to say, Kenny, I never understood his appeal, but it seems nice that they're happy together. Mari seems really wacky to me. Like they're just sort of yeah. I think back she and is fourth on Kenny. Insanely pretty, beautiful, like absolutely yeah. stunning. Like one of the most beautiful people to ever be on the show. Like she I is absolutely so. stunning. Yeah, yeah. And I think so. It's also weird because I feel like she didn't get the amount of I, like when she was. Cause she was one of the first people when she was like on yeah. the beach. I was like, literally every guy is going to be like, yeah. And when I'm on that season, she went home kind of early and I was shocked because yeah. she was so hot. I was like, I just thought that she would stay around. Because so of that. pretty and has an insane body. And also, I guess like a dancer. I don't know. Yeah. Her TikToks are kind of good. She's a pageant person too. Like she's mm. used to being, I guess on uh, TV or like in front of people and whatever, not on TV, but like performing essentially. I don't know. Well, her TikTok dances are great. Really? Okay. Mm-hmm. 
as you know, not checking that out, but I really should. I feel like I'm missing out on stuff as a result. Um, I also would like to say TikTok is aging up. Um, I walked past my father-in-law the other day and I was like, what are you watching? And he was like, TikTok. <laughs> and I was like, what? Anything good? Uh, I, he did not share what he was watching. He just said that it's really funny and that he will be watching it for like 30 minutes and not even realize that he's oh watched God. for 30 minutes. Is he into dances or like what's the content he's getting? He, it seems like it's all like funny videos, like making fun okay. of people or the whatever. It's, it's definitely comedy. Yeah. But like I would never think I'd walk past him and that's what he would say he was watching. Okay. Well, it's working. It's the reason why TikTok's taking over the world. Yeah, for sure. Crazy. Only one episode left, Callie. We've done it. I mean, it feels like it's been really long. Joe being like it's the end of the summer when we know it's the end of June really annoyed me, but I do feel it's time to move on from this chapter of Bachelor franchise. Yeah, I actually think Bachelor in Paradise is my favorite version of the franchise, but it was a little too long. Everyone says I need to take some lessons from Love Island. What do you think is the main thing Love Island does that Paradise needs to incorporate? Mm, they do so many games on Love Island. Every mm. like other episode, there's like a game or something. And the games really like put the couples to the test. Like they'll make them choose like, uh, you know, it's like a version of fuck, Mary kill. Sure. It's snog, Mary pie. So you have to kiss, <laughs> you have to kiss one, marry one, and then put like pie them in the face with the other one. Oh my God. So like, imagine if they did that on this, like, season right and then it was what's his name grocery store joe's turn to go right like who are you kissing who are you marrying is kendall one of those it's a great question it, also then there, there's a point to having the couple stick around right now it's sort of like once people couple up like what is their purpose on the show like the only thing that could possibly be interesting about them is that they break up and so it's yeah like love island forces that the Love Island forces them to talk about things or like there's another game where they read tweets from people mm. that have been sent in. So it would be like, oh, my God, I can't believe that uh, Natasha is being so stupid with Brendan. He was with Piper before or something like that. Or it'll say, I can't believe blank is being so stupid with blank. He was coupled up with a, he was seen coupled with a girl right before going to paradise. And then everyone has to guess who they're talking about. Mm. Mm. And then they reveal who they're actually talking about. So like, I think that it would have been, it would have been good. Yeah. And they introduced some trivia. It's sort of like the budget challenges from the challenge too. Yeah. And then like, they'll do things where it's like, everyone has a secret. You have to submit your secret before you go down to the beach. And then you have to guess though. Someone will read the secret and then we have to guess whose secret it is. Yeah. Uh, that sounds good. I they just need to make the couples have a purpose because right now they're yeah. just a, a real drag. Or like <laughs> it's like it's like real life. They're like the biggest the challenge couple. they have is just being on the beach, right? Without entertainment, like that's their challenge. But it's almost uh, like too like, nice. Like they, yeah. they don't they don't go insane. They're not like, they're not like deprived of anything really. Love Island like pushes them to be like, is this really going to work or not? Yeah. Do I really yeah. know who you are? They should incorporate that. I've always voted for them to leave, but like, let's just get them to break up faster. That's more interesting. Yeah. Next week, what engagements? Can't wait. And then on to Michelle season. It all starts again. Renewable energy source. Is there, there's not a a week. I think think there's one week off. Oh, okay. Okay. So we have time to recharge for one week. I can't wait. This episode is brought to you by Reese's peanut butter cups. All right. It's official. I think I've discovered the ultimate coupling of all time. Like any good relationship, they really balance each other out. 
One is super sweet, and the other, well, they can be a little nutty sometimes. It is, of course, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. So perfect, some would call it true love. Find Reese's now at a store near you. This episode is brought to you by eBay Authenticity Guarantee. eBay knows that when it comes to jewelry, authenticity is the real gem. When you see the blue check mark that says Authenticity Guarantee, it means your next piece will be carefully inspired by jewelry experts and will always be worth its weight in gold. Whether you're looking to make a statement or build the perfect everyday look, eBay is making sure you get the real deal. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that jaw-dropping piece will always arrive jaw-droppingly real. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes has arrived in IMAX. What a wonderful day! This summer, one movie event will reign. It is our time. They stole my village. I know where they're taking your clan. Bend for your king. Never. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. On that note, should we talk about some more guys? I enjoyed that last week. Sure. That was like a, you know, just like a, a fun conversation. Uh, I think it's fun because I can't wait for it to start and be like, we were really wrong about this guy. I just also like to see like what they like to reveal. So I don't know. We jumped around. We're just, I'm, I opened up all my tabs. We're just going to go through the rest alphabetically. Are you ready? Okay. Yeah. Alec, 29, engineer from South Carolina, North Charleston. Is he on the wrong show? Perhaps he should be on Southern Charm. Yeah, he looks very vanilla. He really does. I bet he goes home early. He says he loves to read GQ magazine, which honestly is a red flag. My my coworker and colleague uh, on Jam Session, Amanda, her husband works for GQ, and I also like to read GQ magazine, but like not like cover to cover. Like I like to read articles. Like the Will Smith one this week was great, but like, do you receive it? And the like, no. well, how do you? No, oh. I just read it online. Do you have to pay for it? No. Oh. Just read articles. Um, I feel like, yeah, I'm not reading articles from GQ. You know, the, the celebrity coverage is good. Like, I, I the Will Smith article is really good. I recommend it. I'm like a New York Times article person. Like straight information. Yeah. Okay. All right. So GQ, not for you. Um, Mm-mm. his other facts: he does not think bowling makes for a romantic night out. Agreed. That's not Agreed. controversial. So germy. Yeah, and just like gets pretty boring pretty quickly. Um. Alex's favorite thing to eat for breakfast is cottage cheese. This is the biggest red flag I can possibly think of. Uh, That's gross. I'm not against it. Cottage cheese for breakfast is like your go-to. That is fucking weird. Yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm not against cottage cheese, but I don't know anyone else that likes it. My dad really likes it. I don't dislike cottage cheese, but like as like your favorite breakfast, that's weird. I feel like my grandma ate a lot of cottage cheese. Um, I had um a very strange craving when i was pregnant with carter mm-hmm. um and i'd eat cottage cheese and fritos in a bowl mashed up and since then like i really enjoy cottage cheese but i didn't <laughs> pre-pregnancy so i don't know so it's a pregnancy better, thing for you I, yeah so i'm not i feel like post-pregnancy i'm like oh okay oh man um let's move on there's so many more guys brandon J. He may be young, but he knows exactly what he wants in life. And he's very serious about finding the one with whom to settle down. He is 26, a traveling nurse recruiter, which is like, you know, looking to hire traveling nurses. And he lives in Portland, Oregon. Um, 
speaking of teammates, not only is Brandon Jay looking for love, but he's also looking for a little basketball. He's a self-proclaimed basketball fiend. And when given the opportunity, he doesn't plan on missing out on his shot with Michelle. It's just like, that's, that's a, he's pandering. Cause he knows that she played basketball. Yeah. I mean, also I would guess like, I'd actually, I don't know what the percentages are, but general population of men, how many of them like enjoy basketball? Probably a lot. Right. Very, very high. Very. Yeah. Very so high. like, that's not any like cool information. He also says he loves Fresh Prince of Bel-Air again, who doesn't. And he once hopped on stage during a little Wayne and Drake concert. I mean, like, okay, cool. This guy is really basic. Best of luck to him. Don't care about you. I can't imagine a situation where I'm hopping on stage. I'll say that. <laughs> like, what about if you're watching from the side or something? No, but like, how many times have you seen people like get fucking tackled? Like, yeah, it's a weird thing to do. Maybe he was invited on stage. Yeah, that's okay. I'm okay with that. Sure. He's from he, Portland. I feel like he's probably not invited on stage. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Shots By the fired. way, loved. No, I actually loved Portland. It's so pretty, but like, I don't, I, I don't, I didn't meet anyone in Portland that I was like, for sure, friends with Lil Wayne. Um, I would like to go to the Oregon coast. I've heard it's really nice and I look good on Top Chef. Have you, uh, have you ever been to Portland? No, I've only been to Seattle. Flying into Portland is like, the most like beautiful descent ever. I, I want to go. I've heard it's great. It's yeah. It's so, so, so pretty, <laughs> but not a place for uh little friends, Wayne's friends, little Wayne. <laughs> okay. I don't think they live there. <laughs> Casey 36 advertising creative director from Miami beach. He says he's secretly a hippie. Why does that have to be a secret Casey? I don't know, but does he not look so, Oh, you know, who he looks like yeah. uh, last time we were doing this. I was like, who is this dude? He looks so familiar. He looks like Jason from the Hills. Oh, interesting. Jason Waller. I see it. Yes. Interesting. Okay. That's who he looks like. I was like, who does this guy look like? (laughs) Um, Yeah. I think I always think there's a few people lying about their ages. 36. I think he looks older. Hmm. But he looks like a a 41 to 42 to me, but whatever. Who cares? Maybe. I got to see him on cam. He says he's outgrown the local dating scene where women care more about their Instagram stories than making meaningful connections. That's fair. There we go. He's looking for a woman who is ready to become a mom. Interesting. He wants to give his mom all the grandbabies she so badly craves. That's a red flag. Wants to have kids for his mom. That's not a good sign. I would stay Mm-mm. away. I'd stay away, Michelle. Um, he says he's secretly a hippie. I mentioned that. He likes camping, but he hates sleeping in tents. I agree with that. And he takes his egg scramble with salsa. Sounds good. Casey, good on paper. I think he's got a dark core. I, that thing about his mom is <laughs> alarming. <laughs> um, scrambled eggs and salsa kind of throws, throws me off. Oh, I love it. Like, what about like a breakfast burrito salsa? Or I love breakfast tacos in particular. I love breakfast tacos sans salsa. Ugh, it's like the best thing Texas has to offer. I love breakfast tacos. They're so yeah, good. Yeah, they even have them at fast food restaurants and they're really good. Ugh, it's delicious. What a burger. By the way, I will say people that listen to our podcasting fucking love food. Love. <laughs> love, love, love. I mean, food is universal. We all have to eat. Yeah. Also, I love food as well. So I really enjoy all of the recommendations. <laughs> yeah, I do too. Keep on sending them. Appreciate it very much. Um, Next, Daniel, 26, firefighter. He's a Connect Four champ. I'd love to know what that means. Like, does that actually, <laughs> is he competed or is he just like self-proclaimed? Um, I'm not sure. Do they have tournaments? Is it on ESPN? <laughs> that would be fun to watch. It's on the Ocho. <laughs> like they have, um, 
what is that called? Oh, my daughter loves playing it. Cornhole. They have like, oh, yeah. have you ever watched? Yeah, the Cornhole Championships actually have. I think it's really fun to watch. I'm really good at Cornhole. Like it's one of my secret skills. I, why is it a secret? Because I don't talk about it very often. Mm. I am not good at Cornhole. Well, I played my first game of Cornhole like six months ago. So oh my God. I haven't. I haven't perfected it. I know. Also weird because I went to Florida. So you'd but think to say, do they not play that at the University of Florida? No, they do. But I played volleyball. So we didn't get to uh, tailgate. Mm, okay. The same season. But after playing six months ago, I'm really into it. We bought a cornhole for our house. It's and, fun. And yeah, it's so much fun. But since playing it, then we watched the championships. And I'm like, this is like an it's actual tense. sport. I yeah. know. <laughs> I don't know if they have that for Connect Four though or not. Me neither, but maybe Daniel should invent it. He says he loves Christmas music. Once again, this is like pretty basic. Who doesn't? I mean, Christmas music is like fundamental. Yeah. I mean, okay, Daniel. Thanks. Good to know you. Um, um, also, one of like two or three firefighters this season. Yeah, I know. It's sort of interesting. I kind of like that, though. It's like very gritty. Like I think firefighters in the past have done well on the show in general. Well... Brian Sutter, the original winner of the first season of The Bachelorette, was a firefighter. So there you go. Don't even know who that is. But... Trista and Ryan, they got, she was the original Bachelorette. Yeah, but I didn't start watching till like 10 years ago, maybe. Okay, fair enough. Um, his favorite thing in the world is being an uncle to his four nieces. Now he's ready to settle down and have a family of his own. These guys really want kids. Jesus. Well, they're, well, he's not. But I was going to say, he's they 26. are older than the other crops yeah. that I've seen. <laughs> All right, Edward. 27, wellness coach from Los Angeles. He dreams of visiting Disney World one day. I mean, oh, dream bigger, my friend. And also, he's from LA. Just go to Disneyland. I know it's not the same. It's not as good. But like, these dreams are really easy to achieve. I, I, like, I want him to want more out of life. I, I don't even know what to say. That's, but you're getting eliminated before you walk in. <laughs> I am not a Disney person, but I think maybe part of it is from growing up in Orlando and then spending a lot of my adult life in LA. It kind of freaks me out. Also now having kids, I'm like trying to like somehow like hide my kids from knowing that it's an option to go. Yeah, like don't let them know about it. Like it's no. closed. Sorry, or it's just not. Or it for doesn't you. exist. It doesn't exist. <laughs> What's Disney? Never heard of it. <laughs> I can't imagine as a parent going. It like seems it awful. really scares me about the day awful. where it's going to happen because I know it's going to happen. You just need to like gamify it or somehow like make sure you can uh, get all the fast passes you need. Uh, yeah. Also, my mom lives in Orlando, so part of me is just like maybe this is like a grandma experience. You guys can oh, go. Yeah. I'll stay home. Great idea. Also, total, totally fine with that. I once went to Disneyland in California on July 5th as a favor to friends. I did not want to go, but I was my friends did. It was a great time to go because there's no one there. It's actually really good to go on like the national holidays because people it's not as popular. J- really? Yeah. Huh? Like I bet on Christmas it's pretty empty because if you're spending Christmas at Disney World, and you're not Jewish or is it open not on Christian. Probably open on like the 26th on like Boxing Day interesting hmm. I've never tried that I don't want to try it but good information for <laughs> everyone listening who want to go on a non-busy day one more note about Edward he enjoys listening to John Mayer's music especially on road trips I also find this to be a red flag I'm just like I like John Mayer I do too like he's got some great tunes he seems like a really fun hang 
But like if you're leading with I like to listen to John Mayer on road trips, I'm just like worried you don't have a lot of other taste. Yeah, I guess I've never listened to John Mayer on road trips, but John Mayer is also like a big Bravo fan. Yeah, I know. That- he's t- he's tight with Andy. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know. I, I do like John Mayer. I've seen him in concert, which was incredible. Oh, I bet that's fun. Um, But yeah, I don't think he's top of my list for road trips. I will say, not that John Mayer is country at all, because he's not. I have been listening to way more country. I used to be like very anti and coming around what are you listening to like who are you who are you playing um so I thought I had like found a new artist the other day and texted my one of my brothers who's really into country and was like love this guy Sam Hunt and he was like yeah that's not like <laughs> he's like one of the most popular yeah he's singers. like not breaking news but I'm glad you're into him I love Sam Hunt too Body like a back road great song oh so good yeah that's that's been my jam lately um also a newer ish artist Tyler Rich uh-huh He's awesome if you haven't heard of him. Um, What's the name of his song? Leave Her Wild? Leave Her Wild is one of them. Yeah, he's actually on tour right now. So if you want to see him, look it up and see if he's coming to a a, a city near you. But yeah, I've been... Oh, Old Dominion is like... I mean, every song of theirs is good. Okay. Um, I love country music. I listen to it all the time. I'm really into many. I've got really into Reba McIntyre recently. I was like, oh, I'm into Reba. Is, she, is it new music? No. Old. Yeah. I'm like 80s Reba. I'm like, cool. Okay. I didn't know I liked this, but here, here I am. That's how I feel about Fleetwood Mac. <laughs> I don't like Fleetwood Mac. I find them boring. Oh, it's a well. really unpopular opinion. There's a few good songs. but See, if I put Fleetwood Mac on my little bio, would that be a red flag for you? No, it wouldn't. They're really popular. I get it. I get okay. it. I just feel like John Mayer is just a weird one. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I like John Mayer too, though. I think it's whatever. Also depends. Like, I think he's like, you know, for being a really good guitarist. Like if you play the guitar and like admire his craft, I could see that. But I I don't know. Don't care for it. Let's move on. Garrett. (laughs) 33 tech CEO. I like that from Salt Lake City, Utah. Does he know the real house of Salt Lake? Like what's his involvement? Like, is he Mormon? I don't know. I'd love to know more. He might be. Um, He's hoping for a family one day. And if a woman does not want kids, then he is not interested. Jesus. These guys want to have kids. That needs to be combo night one. Oh my God. Although I think Michelle wants kids. So I do too, but she's more than just like a child bearer. She's just like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Um, But if you're Michelle, I'm not dating anyone that doesn't want kids. True. I agree. I mean, I, I totally agree, but I also feel like this is, it's like a weird, uh, I don't know if I would put it in my three sentence bio. Yeah. Like if you have limited space. <laughs> yeah. That's probably not one of the top three things I'm saying. <laughs> also, I'm not willing. I don't think that I have night one deal breakers that are like not political, basically. Like I think, you know, I'm, I'm comfortable saying Trump voters, that'd be a night one deal breaker. And, but I don't have that many night ones that I'm just like, nah. By the way, they had that conversation on Married at First Sight this season. About Trump? <laughs> they were essentially like, if one of the women were like, if your politics did not align with mine, that's a deal breaker for me. And the guy's like, it's not a deal breaker for me. And she's like, that's fine. It's a deal breaker for me. And he was like, yeah, but you know, you have to vote for people. Like everyone has to vote for what's best for their situation. And she was like, no, everyone needs to vote for what's better for th- what's best for the greater good. That's and true. And there was like one Trump supporter that was at the table. Like it seemed like everyone else there was a Democrat, but there was one guy you could tell was definitely a Trump supporter. And he was like very uncomfortable. And his, the girl that he was paired up with 
is definitely a Democrat. And she, they like, she wasn't saying anything, but she was turning red. And then they like went to her like confessional or what is it called? You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. And um, she was like, uh, this is so uncomfortable. He definitely has different views. And she wouldn't say that he was a Trump supporter, but she kept saying like, we do not align politically. It would normally be a deal breaker for me, but he's my husband. So we're trying to work through it. It's not a deal breaker for him. He doesn't even like talking about it, but we're definitely on different ends. I'm like, okay, oh my God. <laughs> we get it. He's a Trump supporter and you just want everyone to know that you're not. Yeah, I mean, I think that has to be discussed right away. I think politics is the number one thing because it just also speaks to values, in my opinion. But I don't think, even though I'm really judgmental of these guys, I would still give many of them a chance. I would just be like, I would have, I would have my guard up. I got to think about what my deal night one deal breakers would be. I'm sure I have like 20. I <laughs> feel like you need to like get comfortable with germs and stuff. Oh God. Yeah. If you smelled bad, done. Yeah. Night one deal breaker. I feel like even like subconsciously that's like a deal breaker because you wouldn't even be interested. That's like a good question though. Like what's the the one thing you want to ask every guy if you're Michelle? Like is it, do you want to have kids? I, for me also, it was like, where do you want to live? Cause I'm not flexible on that. Like I, I'm not living in many places. So it's like, will you move to New York? Will you move to LA? Will you do this? Like, I, I need to discuss that. Yeah. I'm probably not moving to like a, well, never mind. I can't say that because my life, I have to move wherever the fuck my husband goes. So <laughs> at least, you know, I guess, I guess, forever. At some I guess point, I'm moving wherever to... he wants. So never mind. <laughs> I'm down for Cleveland. You're down for whatever. You're like Michael A. Here I come, Cleveland. Here we come, Detroit. <laughs> wherever, wherever what? we need to go. <laughs> Oklahoma City. <laughs> um, I heard people like Oklahoma City. I don't know. Interesting. I don't know. I've only been there one time and it's for a funeral. So like I don't have like great vibes, but mm. it could yeah. it's probably nicer than what I saw. Let's move on. <laughs> but let's let's come back to this when Michelle's season start. I want to think about it and let's talk about like. The night one you, deal breakers. Night one deal breakers and night ones must ask. That's a good. That's a good topic. Yeah. Um. All right. Next, Jack, thirty, former army officer, Philadelphia. He will throw up at the sight of an onion. He is afraid of dancing and he loves to play kickball. Those all seem fine. Okay. He's on sure. the shyer side. He's attracted to women who are outgoing, strong, and not afraid to push him outside of his comfort zone. Oh, I, like, I like that. I like that too. It's like a yin and yang, opposites attract kind of thing. I feel like that's that's actually great. And also I feel like that is smart. You need you gotta have that balance in a relationship. Yeah. I also weirdly, maybe because I'm very outgoing, outspoken person. Mm-hmm. I love men that are supportive of that personality trait because there's a lot of men that are like, don't really want my wife or yeah, my, the, my partner to be that way. Yeah. They're like intimidated by it or something. Yeah. I, I totally agree. I agree. Let's move on. He's boring. Other than that, Jamie 32 a biotech CEO from San Diego, California. He, Jamie is a catch. I wonder who wrote that. Um, he's a world traveler with a taste for all things. And he's a type of guy who will show up at the airport and let the ticketing agent decide his destination. That's weird. He actually did that and had an amazing week in Uruguay. I've heard they have really good beaches there, so I'm not surprised to hear that. Um, he has a great job. He's extremely smart and has a healthy idea of exactly what he needs in a wife. I mean, Jamie is really talking himself up. Yeah, here. wait. Do they write these? I think they give some some notes and I think they give like bullet points and then they get edited or whatever. Oh, interesting. Well, Jamie Jamie says he's never watched an episode of reality TV in his life. I mean, ja- Jamie also is very confident. We need to add that bullet yeah. point. Yeah. 
<laughs> his favorite game is chess. Jamie's doing everything possible to tell you he's a genius. He just like wants you to know. I don't know about Jamie. I'm also his outfit like, choice. I feel like he's going to be like Bennett pretentious style. Mm. Mm. Does it say where he went to school? No, but we can, I bet, look that up. I bet he went to like Stanford. I get Stanford vibes from him. Hmm. I get brown. Oh, interesting. I like that. I wonder, we'll find out where he went, but uh, that's a, that's an interesting take. I hadn't even <laughs> thought about Brown. I don't know. His his outfit makes me think he's like very like liberal artsy. Like unconventional? Yeah. Huh. Although right, biotech, well, I don't know. Well, that's why I thought Stanford, I think. I think it's subliminary. I was like, oh, like Silicon Valley, California, biotech. I don't know. Really confident. I feel like we're going to get a lot of jam on night. Biotech, like, bad blood, Stanford. <laughs> He's going to come out. He's going to come out strong. Next, I hope I'm saying this right. Joe Mari, he's 26, personal trainer from Fresno. He eats an entire watermelon every morning. I mean, how do you even get a watermelon every day? Because also, that's I feel like that's more weird than cottage, cottage cheese. cheese. I do too. I Watermelons do too. are enormous. Enormous and how do you get one every day? Like I don't see watermelon at the store. Can you imagine seasons. walking me either? Can you imagine walking into like a guy's house for the first time? They just have seven watermelons chilling on the counter. Like you can't put them, you can't store them anywhere. They'd have to be out on the counter. Do you have a watermelon holder? Where do they go? It would be so weird. I would be like, uh, (laughs) are you making watermelon kegs for the game tomorrow? Like what (laughs) is going on? I do love watermelon though. I will say that. I do too. I love watermelons. One of the best parts of summer. In season watermelon is like, delicious it's so the good. best like you don't need any other dessert and i love dessert it's so yeah. good next leroy 27 biomedical phd student did we talk, Wait, we about, talked him? about him we did yeah. moving on he was the, the holiday. holiday brother yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> okie dokie no okie dokie next olomide former d1 hooper at rutgers university okay big 10 he knows how to compete at a high level and is coming here with one thing on his mind, Michelle. I feel like they really are playing into this basketball thing. He has a great smile. Yeah, he does. He's ready to find his wife and he's coming in hot. Uh, IT analyst still is in New Jersey. He enjoys the theater. His favorite flower is a cherry blossom and he hates tofu. I like this guy. I hate tofu. I'm on board. Yeah, I like him. He says he's coming in hot. I hope we get a lot of him the first night too. Okay, next. Moving on. We got Nate with a Y. I don't like to hold people's spellings against them because they didn't choose it. But at a certain point, sometimes you just need to take life by the horns and be like, I'm sorry. Also, got to call you out. N comes before O, but we'll we'll continue. Oh, it's because I opened the tab the wrong (laughs) way. I'm sorry. (laughs) You're right. Oh, my God. Okay. You're right. That's not back on me. I shouldn't be criticizing Nate's spelling. I can't even, I don't even know the alphabet. (laughs) Nate says in his bio that he likes edible arrangements. I mean, that's a great fact and super weird. I like it. I like weirdos. So I'm into it. I don't know. Edible arrangements. While I love a chocolate covered strawberry, I do not love a chocolate covered pineapple or banana or cantaloupe. So (laughs) it's the... A lot of a lot goes to waste with edible arrangements. I just think that's really random. Like, does he buy them for himself? Does he get them for a lot of presents? Like, I feel like people get them as presents all the time. I feel like I at least get two edible arrangements a year, at least. You do? Yeah, from like just random. That's super weird. I've never sent one ever. 
I, my college roommate used to get them from I don't mom. think I've ever sent one, but I definitely received them. I would be happy to get it. I love fruit, but yeah, I'm like, happy to get it. Yeah, it's I just it's random. <laughs> it's super random. Also, his bio says he is a six foot eight inch Adonis of a man. I mean, oh, wow. He's huge. Did he say that? Did he write that himself? I hope not. His dream woman is outgoing, spontaneous. He does he look tall in his picture. How can you tell? All you can see is chest up. His neck. So long. Yes. I hope yeah. that's not on a tiny body. I hope not, too. <laughs> I'm looking forward to seeing him in person because I don't get Adonis vibes, but I could see him like having a good swagger. And obviously he kind of like looks like I feel like he's going to have like a JaVale McGee body. A who? JaVale McGee. Oh, JaVale McGee. Mm-hmm. Sure. Okay. I once saw JaVale McGee like randomly walk out of like a closet at this at this restaurant I was at in LA and I've never forgotten. It was so random and weird. But anyway, a closet. <laughs> it seemed like he was coming from a closet. It might've been from like the kitchen or something, but it was, it was at this place called the Churchill that has since closed in on third street connected um, to the Orlando hotel. It was really weird. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Next <laughs> PJ, another firefighter from Houston, Texas. He loves to pass time by working on a Rubik's cube. He does not enjoy the opera and he wants to visit Brazil and attend Carnival. I totally agree. That seems really fun. Um, he loves when his partner, when he and his partner can enjoy working out together and he hopes to find someone who has a thirst for travel just as much as he does. They really found guys who are athletic and like to be athletic for Michelle, which I guess is good. That must have been one of the things that, yeah, she mentioned. Also a lot of traveling too. Yeah. Which as a teacher, it's kind of hard to do, but whatever. No summers. Sure. That's true. You get the whole summer off. Um, He's very ready to get married and settle down. I mean, okay. All of these guys are just ready to settle down. I guess that's why you go on the show to settle down. So that's probably a good sign. Yeah. Rick, 32, medical sales rep from LA. Rick loves his dog, Nana. The movie Hitch taught Rick everything he needs to know about life. Rick oh, is not a fan of double dates. I love the movie Hitch, but I so don't do know I, if it's but... taught you everything. Yeah. <laughs> I like Rick, though. He says he will send you flowers at work for no reason. I like that. That's sweet. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I'd love like a I love getting something in the mail that I wasn't expecting. I don't know. At work. It's a little embarrassing. It's so sweet. Yeah, I was gonna say, I don't know if I love it at work. I love it at home. I remember once I got. An embarrassing, large, like it couldn't fit on my desk of flowers. And I was just like, where am I supposed to put this? I can't even take it home. It's too heavy to bring it downstairs. Like it was way too much attention from how large it was. And it like freaked me out a little bit. I would like that. I don't know. I would, <laughs> I would feel special. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> you want everyone to see this bouquet of flowers. Yeah. I'd be like, everyone, look, I'm in love. <laughs> or uh, they're in love with me at the very least. Or look, someone loves me. It's great. <laughs> yeah. I am. I am loved. <laughs> um, okay. Rodney, there's a lot to, to parse here. He's 29. He's a sales rep, sales rep from Rancho Cucamonga, which is in the Valley and where the show, I think we're called takes place. Um, after his dreams of playing in the NFL were shattered by a career ending injury, he, uh, redirected his ambition. Now he has a great job. He says most important things about him. One, he's terrified of being catfished. I wonder if he has been before. And two, he is very into intermittent fasting, but only on weekdays. That's a tough one. <laughs> um, okay. Um, the catfish thing's a little weird. Yeah. Did he has he been catfished? Like, does somebody know a catfish? Like, I'm I know that's a phenomenon out in the world, but like I'm not scared of it. I don't like feel like I'm at risk of it. 
Me either, because I feel like it's very easy to just FaceTime someone. Yeah, totally. I'm not talking to someone that I'm not FaceTiming within a week. If I've talked to you four, di- four, day- four days in a week and we're like flirting, like getting to know each other, a FaceTime's coming. Also, like, let's just hang out. Like, I'm very, unless, like, let's just meet in person and see. If yeah, I mean, or that. Here. Why are we talking if we're not talking about meeting in person? Yeah, exactly. I'm, like, not into infinite texting. It's just, like, boring. I guess also I haven't really met anyone on Instagram. Or a date. Um, I've never, I've never been on a dating app ever. The person I talk to the most in my life who I've never met in person is you. So... <laughs> 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 well, the, the pandemic, I will say, probably has changed this up a lot for people because yeah. you probably talk to people a lot more in the past two years and not actually see them. Yeah. But again, then you just FaceTime. But even with, yeah. personally with dating, I've never been like, let's just continue to FaceTime and text indefinitely and like maybe one day meet up because like if you're interested, just hang out. I feel like, like in college, that was a thing. Infinite like you'd meet, yeah, like you'd meet someone and you would talk 24-7, but you guys went to different schools, so you never saw sure. each other. And then you'd like finally see each other like twice a year, but felt like you were in love because you talked every day. It's a long-distance relationship real. you're describing. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. And then you like each other like your online persona more than like in real life and like yeah. annoying, annoying habits you can't look past and whatever. Mm-hmm. Just hang out. That's the answer. That's why everyone wants to go on Paradise because they're able but to again, just hang out. <laughs> but again, even then in college, like you'd Skype. There's a visit each other. Like all of my roommates had long distance boyfriends and they came to visit. Yeah. Whatever. Next. Wouldn't recommend. <laughs> Not a good idea. <laughs> Ryan, 30. I think he's cute. Environmental consultant from San Jose. He's compassionate, mm. competitive, and motivated. Blake vibes. Yeah, definitely. He is a planner who creates lists for all endeavors he pursues, and that includes his love life. I relate. I make a to-do list every single day. He's obsessed with ice cream trucks. He loves spreadsheets and he's enthusiastic about cuddling. I think I'm into Ryan. Like Literally him. no one likes spreadsheets, but I, yeah. <laughs> That's not true. I think there are some guys who are like, I'm really into spreadsheets. And then they like show you like their weird like fantasy football draft spreadsheet. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I think that's a red what flag think, for me. What do you think is more common? People, guys who are into spreadsheets or guys who wear um, hoodies underneath blazers? Well, apparently... <laughs> <laughs> one of my last five pictures on Instagram, Seth has a hoodie and a blazer on. So I think hoodie and blazer is way more common than I realized. I had a bunch of people DM me about it. Someone screenshot my picture and was like, I'm pretty sure this is a hoodie and a blazer. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, you are correct. I will say Seth did not dress himself for that shoot. Okay. But he still so, wore it and you were still there. So you saw it. But you were like, I've never it. seen that. <laughs> I took a picture with him. Also, I don't remember him wearing anything where I was like, this is atrocious. So I didn't, I liked it, I guess. So it didn't bother you. No, it didn't bother me in the moment. Uh, it's like a sporty look. I could see how like an athlete could pull it off, but still. Or execs at Nike. I can see it. Yeah. So much someone DM to me. I can see that too. <laughs> or like, yeah, I don't know. I'm still against it though. Just because it could do it. I'm still against it. It's, it's a no. I think I'm against it. Everyday life going on a date. It would be an odd choice, but I guess there are specific times where it's okay i really like guys in cardigans i think that's like my that's like ideal you're, you're no, not no thank you oh no. i love i love a great cardigan on a guy i love a hoodie i like them too i like hoodies on me more so <laughs> i like stealing I like, guys hoodies. I like hoodies as well um i think hoodie is probably like my favorite item of clothing a guy can wear hmm hmm what's mine it's or a crew great- neck 
I like crew necks too. Sweatshirts in I general. Think some guys just look really hot in like a well-fitting t-shirt. It just like drapes them nicely if they've got like a nice chest. Yeah. Also, I love when you can tell the t-shirt material's nice. Yeah. You're like, oh, that's like sick. I love a James Purse t-shirt. Sure. Or like Cotton Citizens good theory. Too. Yeah. 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 All that stuff. You can always tell if it's nice, nice quality cotton. Totally. Okay. Next, <laughs> Spencer. Great job. Financial crimes analyst. I love it. He's 25. He lives in <laughs> Cleveland. That is like really fun. He probably would hate me. the youngest yeah. contestant. He's also very cute. I very hate turtlenecks, but he looks good in his picture. I agree. I, I, I the don't chain like, the- like kind of ties it together, I feel. Are you going to say you hate it? I just like to say chain over the turtleneck. I don't like It's tough. But as a guy, I don't know what you're supposed to do. But I'll just say I'm positive Spencer would hate me because I would ask him so many questions about his job. Like I just would be <laughs> so interested. He's a good looking guy. He is a good looking guy. Um, I bet he's tall too because you can still see his neck despite this turtleneck. But you can see his sh- both shoulders. Yes, you can. So, so, so you think he's like narrow? Yeah, which makes me think he's probably a little shorter. Mm, okay. Spencer hates movies that require all of his attention. He loves snowball fights and he loves to spend time in the hot tub. Well, Spencer, you came on the right show. Hot tubs are core to what we're doing here. I like everything about Spencer except for the hot tub because people don't like spending time in the hot tub unless it's under 30 it's minutes. It's just really hot. Yeah. Sweating. Uh, uh, not that into it either. Can't even like eat in the hot tub. Um, Another important note about Spencer. <laughs> he has a son. <laughs> oh, he hasn't dated much since his birth, but he's here now to find a wife. That's sweet. Cool. How old is his son? Does it say? Doesn't say. Hmm. Okay. Last, Will, 28, academic interventionist. Is that like a guidance counselor? Um, he's a grant from Grand Rapids, Michigan, and he describes himself as classy, swaggy, and sharp. He hates getting money as a gift. Strongly disagree. He's a Leo and very into horoscopes <laughs> and wants to climb Mount Everest one day. Isn't money the best gift? No, I hate money unless it's going to be like $20,000. <laughs> so you only want <laughs> large sums of money. You don't want like, like don't give $40. me hundred dollars. <laughs> yeah. What? No. Oh Buy God. me something. I would rather get a gift for less than a hundred dollars of something that I would never spend on myself. If you give me a hundred dollars, I'm just going to put it in my bank account and it's like, no one's going to notice a difference. The best gifts are one that you wouldn't think to buy for yourself. Yeah. So if you're giving me, if you, if your gift range is between $10 and a hundred dollars, buy me a gift. Right. Uh, yeah. I, I understand that. But like money, $20,000 is extreme, but like, yeah, if it's not over a thousand dollars, I don't really want cash. I, gift cards I'm okay with. At least you like <laughs> took the time to think of a place that I like shopping. Yeah, like a specific place that people could be interested in. Yeah. All right. Well, I don't know. I do want to really thought a gift that I wouldn't think of for myself or is like a lot aligned with my interests that I wouldn't have thought of. I really like, but I'll take cash. No problem. Send it, yeah, send it my way. I also really enjoy thoughtfulness of gifts. Yeah, that is true. Like I also, I personally like giving gifts. Like I like to think about something that actually people would like to have I or like make sense. Love giving gifts. I do too. It's sometimes a nice my feeling. gifts are too thoughtful. <laughs> like, like sometimes I'm like when I get my husband something, I'm like, I'm wondering if he's like, yeah, this is super thoughtful, but like he could have just got me a PlayStation or like, you know, whatever it is. Like I, I'm, I always <laughs> wonder like, does he really want this thoughtful gift or would he rather have something that he's like, I just want the thing that I said I wanted. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I think girls or women, sorry. I think women love the thoughtfulness more than men do. Totally. Maybe I'm wrong. I no, might be I, being stereotypical. I think, well, at least I can just say like, I don't even care about it. I, I actually prefer like a really like 
inexpensive, but really thoughtful gift. Like I love getting just like a nice card in the mail. Even like, I just think it's like a nice thing to do. I also love to send them. I told, I believe that you either have to get me some, well, depending on what your budget is. So let me say that. But <laughs> if you have money to get a nice gift, you either have to get me something very thoughtful or expensive. There's no in between. <laughs> Those are your options. I like I'm, it. I'm totally fine with you getting me a card with like a page letter in it. Like I will cry like that. I love it. Like, I agree. Love me. I will be so happy. Will I also be happy with a Chanel purse? Yeah, I'll also be happy with a Chanel purse. But like you can't get me a, a random blanket from a random store that means nothing to nobody. You can get me a blanket that has like a poem on it. You know what I mean? Like there. I literally to be... just sent you a blanket, so now I'm like, wow, what does she think? Oh no, 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 that's a that's a different different type of <laughs> different type of blanket. But like, and by the way, also a thoughtful blanket that makes that makes sense. You can't just get me something random, and I'm like, you put no time into this, no effort. It's not even expensive. It's not thoughtful. Like it has to be one or the other. But I'm totally fine with like a written letter. I, I completely agree. In fact, I feel like I freak people out because I, I like to send a nice letter and card. And I feel like people are just like, this is weird. Or like, no, it's so nice. I agree. I'm glad we're aligned. So I, like- I actually called because the blanket you sent me, the the signature or whatever was cut off. Oh, and I called and asked them to read it to me. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I really, I really enjoy it. I think it's really nice to say something. Yeah, I know. It's like, I, I, I'm glad to hear that. I like, I love to send a note. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think it's better than just like love Callie. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Um, on that note, we did it. Those are all the guys. I'm, like, I'm excited. This usually gets me hyped. And I'm like, I can't wait to find out what your night one deal breakers are and your night one questions. Don't tell me in advance. Also, I will say the previews for this. She looks amazing so good she seems fun i just feel like she's gonna be the most like enjoyable lead in quite some time well like, she just seems like she's got a good i don't know if that's a hard i know it's not hard, hard not a hard bar to cross we've got claire tasha no. matt katie i also peter in general really Ugh. like the bachelor over bachelorette and i was like so annoyed that it was two bachelorettes in a row in a row but i'm actually like weirdly excited about michelle i'm excited too i think also um I think it's easy. I have more fun making fun of the guys and imagining myself as the bachelorette than I do making fun of the women, but the drama is usually better at the women. So it goes both yeah. ways. All right, people. We'll be back on Tuesday for the bachelor in paradise finale. I'm so excited until then have a great weekend and thanks for listening. Adios. And of course, thank you to Erica Cervantes for producing this episode. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.